on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we talk about four years of Nintendo Switch and our favorite games in those four years. Plus, we talk about all the rumored information about the Nintendo Switch Pro that recently leaked. What do we think about it? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... The Doctor of Style, Beto Esparza. And... The Mouth of the South, Joe Ramirez. Welcome to another week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. And as you can hear, what's that? Oh, they're back. The original Beto and Joe Ramirez from early on in Third Party Control Podcast. Why are they back? What What does that mean? I, I think I'll have the gentleman explain why I'll tell you I what say it that. means. What? Get ready to start mutant stuff. Mutant yeah. stuff? Beeping things? Get ready for the drunk white chicks. You you thought you thought Karen's were bad? Wait until you meet the true Beto and Joe. Jesse's already bad because he's gonna have to like cut I'm, that out. I'm gonna edit so many things. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen. Both 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 are baby booze Joe and Beto. They are intoxicated because they had just finished watching some mixed martial arts. Matches. How much did you have, Joe? Beto? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So get ready for an uppity, huppity, shepity show. So let's get to it. Beto? Hey, suffer. Hey. Uh, Hitman 2. It was fun, like the usual Hitman games are. Uh, I mentioned that they really don't change, which they don't, but they're still a lot of fun, man. I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I, I can't stop going back to them. They're just so much fun. Like, there's so much, like, I don't know. It's almost damn near infinite replayability with these games because they're so much fun. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I've, the only thing that sucks is like for some reason I was able to play Hitman 1 on my Hitman 3 version um, for the PS5 mm-hmm. but I couldn't play Hitman 2 for some reason I had to buy that I don't know what the fuck's going on like because I hear that I've heard so many people say that you can play it for free well not free but you, you buy Hitman 3 you can play all three of them but I'm not able to play uh, 2 for some reason I don't know why did you but, look up what you had to do not really, but it should, it, just, it should happen, right? You should just be able to de- get it right away. And it, if you have to I, do I, I work, if, if you have to do work, it's not really free. Exactly. See? Even if it's like one little button, that's all it was. It's like, oh, this is all you have to do. Doesn't matter. It's work. No, because oh. I would, I would go to, I would go to Hitman Two, and it would take me to the shop, and I had to buy the game. Mm-hmm. And the DLC is kind of shitty too, because you, if you want to get the DLC, you got to buy the Gold Edition. And it's like hundred bucks. That's fucking. I'm not gonna buy that. What is that? But, a Ubi, what is it? A Ubisoft game? 
pretty much yeah fucking who who owns uh i just know ubisoft did nothing but like that they were the masters of the gold edition so it's I, I think Square Enix now, right? For Hitman, I, I believe. I could be wrong. I, I know, but Ubisoft always was about their gold editions. Of oh stuff. yeah, those are garbage. Yeah, those but yeah, garbage. it was uh, the Hitman franchise. It's it's. I don't know. I, I've only played the, the Hitman Two on the PlayStation Two, and then all of the soft reboot games that they made one to three on the PS4 and PS5, and they're a lot of fun. I I really enjoyed them. They're the sandbox games that you can just do pretty much anything with them. You just mess around, find different ways to kill your tar- targets with. But yeah, that's all I played. And I played, uh, I finally got my rematch against Brandon. Last week I said he fucking beat the shit out of me. And this week, um, I played him and I, I fucking destroyed him. But I I was talking to Joe and I, I didn't feel very, very good about it. Why? Like I, I don't know. I just, I got my revenge on him, but it just wasn't really. I don't know. It was empty. Yeah. It was like a. It's kind of like a sex with a girl that you know you're not gonna have a, a future with. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that. So uh, I don't know. I just I just beat him, and it was like, all right, I beat him. Now what? But it wasn't really. It wasn't. Uh, I don't know. I felt bad about it. Cause I beat him pretty bad, but I played that and then uh, Beto's also a league killer, huh? a league killer, Beto's a league killer. Yeah, uh-huh. whenever he joins leagues, he just oh, kills yeah. them. Hey, dude, every time I've joined a league, that league just goes to shit. I invited him to a cool league that actually had some cool features that we were enjoying, and then today they announced that they're like, We're having to sim half of our game, so this is probably going to be the last season, which is like. The if you want to kill something fast, you announce that this is the last season. Yeah, so it's probably gonna end. That just makes people unmotivated to play their games, and people are so, gonna leave quicker. It's Bethel's fault. Yeah, every dude, every league I, I, I join, like it doesn't last. Like either I either this this happens to me. Like I'll leave a cool league for another league that I think is gonna be better. And the league that I end up joining fucking just goes to shit and just nothing happens to like they fucking. In this case, though, you had already left the leagues that you were already in before this one. Yeah. But then I joined this one and it it went to shit. So it kind of sucks. I hope it it lasts. Yeah. But I feel like I can never join a league and like have it have some sort of longevity to it. I've been lucky. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I played. Just Hitman. Hitman was dope. And then uh, more Madden, of course, like always. And then, uh, yeah, that's it pretty much. How about you, Joe? It's helpful. Um, played more Last of Us 2. Um, I'd say I'm probably around the halfway point of that. I think almost, maybe, mm. maybe not yet to the halfway point, but getting getting close to that. Um, still good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a good game. Um, I'm playing it in small bits here and there um, through the week. Usually, like I'll play an hour or two every so often. Um, so it's gonna take me a while because I can tell it's a long one, but um. Uh, still enjoying it. Combat, I'm enjoying uh, the scenarios and just how everything's set up has been 
pretty fun and just following along with the story is good yeah it's it's what do you call it it's uh it's engaging like you you i want to know what's going to happen in the end so they're doing a good they do a good job with the storytelling on that um outside of that uh yeah obviously playing playing uh still playing madden you know still playing a lot of that and then um thinking i haven't decided yet what i'm gonna would play next yet i I actually did play a little bit more of um uh, forza horizon and that's still a lot of fun man it's cool yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing bad to say about that. It, it, it. The way you start races too, like or how you get into them, it's very similar to how uh, Paradise, uh, Burnout Paradise was. Mm-hmm. How you gotta like just roll up to the area and then kind of like it just starts up. You find your races. Yeah. So I kind of dug that. Um, it, it just it does a really good job of melding things that I liked about um, just the standard Forza series, and then making it sort of open world. You know what I mean? Like the horror, like what, what Horizon does. Um, and yeah, man, it's it's fucking a lot of fun. Like I, I really, I'm digging it. Uh, love the Drivatars, which are the, um, like I said, they're like friends. Like the, the, if anyone else that you have, a, your friends with has played the game, it kind of takes like a, it takes kind of like a, an AI version of how they play and then they puts it in your races. So that's really cool. Um, been digging that. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I got nothing bad to say about that. Um, I also have, so I loaded because after talking with you guys, I downloaded Yakuza. It's Kiwami, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start it today or tomorrow. Is is my is what my plan is to see if I I can get into it. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Did you see? Did you see the ad I sent you for that? I didn't hear it. I did see it and it looked cool, but I didn't actually listen to it. So like, I'll, I'll probably have to go back and, and like listen to it. That's for the new one though, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool because it has, has a na 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 na. Oh, what's his name? Hot Stepper. Yeah. Yeah. That that one's cool because the PS5 upgrade came out for um, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and if you had the one for PS4, you automatically get that upgrade. The only shitty thing is that save doesn't transfer so if uh, you want to use it you have to play it over again so i'm like yeah i'm not gonna do that like fuck yeah. it like there's no way because i put so i put a good amount of time into yakuza like a dragon that i'm like i couldn't do that again yeah um but dude i thought i put a ton of time my cousin ricky's put in so much time in yakuza like a dragon for xbox that he was sending me stuff he's like hey look what i did and i'm like I didn't even know you can get that character. And he's like, look what I did. He's like, this is what happens when you romance all the girls. I'm like, you did all, you took the time to do all that shit. Like my cousin, he's crazy good at games, but he's the type of person for no apparent reason, because he wants to, he has to a hundred percent it. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's like like shit too, though. He'll fucking a hundred percent too. Yeah. I think he did the whole Valkyrie fight on God of War. Um, He did Mad Max. Yeah. He did Mad Max. I remember hearing him tell me he did the whole finding all the Val- Valkyries and fighting all of them to the final one. And I yeah. guess he was telling me that his girlfriend's just like, well, you started it. You got to finish it or something like that. Like even <laughs> she egged him on like, hey, you if you started this, you got to finish it. It's like, oh, shit. So something like that. I forgot what she said. Yeah, specifically. 
Valkyries are so hard. Yeah. I remember doing it once and I'm like, I'm good. I don't need this yeah. shit. <laughs> the, um, yeah, it, it's, um, uh, so yeah, like I was saying, it was like, yeah. uh, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that going and see if I can get into that. Um, there's a lot of, I've already hit that point where like, I have a lot of trade credit. Um, uh-huh. when, when we switched over to the new, the new, the next gen and I traded all my stuff and yeah. I have a lot of trade credit over at, um, at one of the uh, video more game retailers? popular game hey, uh, this retailers. Hey, this is all I'm going to say. If there's stuff you want to get, I say try to use that as soon as you can. I was thinking about that too. Yeah. Because I don't know how long it's going to last. If it's going to go down like... I don't know if they're going to pull some shit like... Sorry. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Because like, I feel like after this whole... Like the stock goes up and then once shit like by mid-year, I feel like they're going to be like, yeah... We're going out of business, and all trade credit is bad. Yeah. So I've been thinking about that because that's basically what's happened in, um, in the UK, like for game and some of those places that yeah. like people had credit and they're like, yeah, we can't use it anymore. So I've I've been thinking about that. I was like, I want to, I, I better use this quick, but I don't know if I don't know yet what, because you know I was thinking I was thinking at this point I should just get the um, that expansion, uh, the uh, the one terabyte expansion for the Series X. I... I, I'm with you on that, but at the same time, like, I, I already looked, and I'm like, I'm already at, like, just because of Game Pass, I've already, I'm down to, like, that, that's, down to, like, 300 gigs that's left, true. that's not that much. <laughs> Look, I get it. That's true. This is all I'm saying to you. I get it. You got store credit, or you got that's credit. Why. That's exactly I, why. I 100% understand, but one terabyte still ain't shit, though. It that's isn't. True. It isn't. And like that's the thing. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna spend that amount, I want at least at least give me two, three terabytes, you know, like that one I just I just feel it's not worth it right now. Because you know technically there isn't any games for the Series X that need to use that external hard drive. If you're using it for older Xbox One games, you're saving barely tiny seconds. You know, now I would I would 100% back you if I was like, dude, they're coming out with nothing but exclusive Xbox Series X games that utilize that that hard drive. Do it. But since there's nothing and you're only putting um, standard Xbox One games, of course they are enhanced. They're not not enhanced. I don't. I still don't think it's worth it, man. But what do I get with the credit then? Huh? Like, this, is what is I was gonna, this is what I was gonna suggest. <laughs> Cause you like you like buying you like you usually buy the digital stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I, mean, I, I don't could know. Get I it. could think for like future proof. You're always gonna want to use credit to buy something on Xbox or PlayStation. It's true. I would say let's say you have. I'm just gonna say let's say you have 300. You could do 150 in Nintendo Online or like 50 dollars, 75 dollars on Nintendo, uh, another 75 on. Uh, Xbox uh, 50 on PlayStation, whatever, and that'll just be there. So when something happens months from now or a year from now, you're like, oh shit, this Nintendo game's up. You know what? I have 75 bucks. Yeah, I'll buy this. It's a possibility. I'm just saying that just because I, I don't know. For me, I'm just saying that that hard drive or the the little chip thing. Uh... I was like, I was also thinking of the uh, the Elite controller. Ooh, it's fancy. If you, if they have them though. I know. Well, actually, they do, but it's like they're they're not common around. The, I, I was looking at, and it's like, yeah, some of the stores don't have them, so it's like, huh, all right. You can probably just order it free shipping. I could, yeah. I mean, I could do that. 
I think it's like free shipping. They offer free shipping over anything over thirty-five or fifty something dollars. I think. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. So I was thinking about that too, but I was like, uh, uh, so yeah, I'm debating right now on that on on what. I know they got that new headset, but I'm not gonna use the headset. Look I what I got. It. I I forgot. This is what I got. Check it out. Hold on. I'll, I'll show you. Uh, oh, that's a giant dildo! Holy shit! <laughs> that's crazy. It's inside all. It's, it's, it's inside. Describe it, Beto. Describe how lengthy it is. Purple. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that one. I like the red one. It's dope. Yeah, it's dope. I that's like. I nice saw dildo. it. I saw it. This is a like a, a rechargeable. Uh, I put there. Yeah. Um, I saw it and I was like, "Awesome! I'm going to buy it." I got it home and I'm like, "Well, I have no games to play right now." <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Okay, if I mean, for that's, everyone, that's for everyone listening, it's a red, it's a red Xbox Series Series controller because it has the it's share dope. button and then it, yeah, I it's like awesome. It. Yeah, it's really nice. I like it. Um, but what were you I like say? it more than the blue one. Yeah, I like the uh, blue because uh, it's like I the Dodger blue color. I like. That. I still like the red one. Yeah. Um. I, you know, it's funny because you say that because like you played a bunch of those games, but like like I was thinking about it and I was going through all the games that they have right now, and I was like, God damn, I have a lot of stuff to play, mm-hmm. and that's why I was I was downloading stuff to my. Uh, that's what made me think the getting the expansion because I was like, I'm down to 300, and I kind of want to play Call of Duty, but I'm still waiting for a sale. And I was like, as big as it is, I was like, maybe I should get the expansion, the you know that expansion thing because I was like, fuck man, I'm gonna I'm gonna even with that one terabyte, I'm gonna be running low soon, but. I, I mean, I haven't decided yet, but yeah, I don't know. Like, cause I mean, like for me, there is a bunch of stuff to play. Yeah, you know, like, but like, I mean, well, you like, can you like, can buy a a standard external hard drive for the other games. That's what I what that's what I did. I have well, just think right now I have one. I have an external drive, but I'm using it for the um for the PlayStation. Oh, okay. That's what I use it for right now. Yeah. So it's like I you know right now it's because you know they still don't do the uh, you're not allowed to upgrade the the one that you have right now so yeah. so i'm kind of like in that middle ground where i'm like ah, i don't know i don't know i'm 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 debating on, on what i'm gonna do since there's not a whole lot of stuff coming out right now um so you know i saw uh, so like yeah i um like i said i'm, I'm just kind of that's that's kind of what's been up with me mm-hmm. i did watch i don't know if you guys finished it or watched it i did watch coming to america too yeah i think you yeah, watched it too yeah, yeah, yeah uh it is the definition of like for me at least of just like there were things that I liked about it but there was a whole lot that I didn't it was a straight sequel to the first one it was just a remake of the first one it it was a lot like the nostalgia like we always hate a nostalgia I felt like the nostalgia was the best part of it really Um, a lot of what went on at times as watching it I was like it's kind of cheesy but for whatever reason it was cheesy but I could it wasn't cheesy to where I hated it yeah, yeah. Uh, the character, terrible. like the the performances were good. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, if anything, like mm-hmm. Leslie Jones is fantastic. Yeah, she's fucking great, oh, dude. Good. Yeah, but I, I can't like I, like uh, in the end of the day, like I I enjoyed it. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like I can't say I didn't enjoy it. Like I, I did. Uh, I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't have like yeah like I, I like it's one of those it's perfect example of something like I wouldn't have wanted to pay for that. Yeah. But, you know, with with it being on Prime and everything, I was like, yeah, it was it was definitely. Uh, I enjoyed. Yeah, but honestly, like Leslie Jones is fucking great in it. Yeah, like she's so fucking good in it, and yeah, so was uh, so was uh, Tracy Morgan, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who plays uh, uh, um, the son uh, Eddie Murphy's yeah, he son. Did really he good did job. good. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. bad. Yeah, Jerry Felder was good. I like I liked him. Yeah, 
Uh, I, I was know. I was happy they I honestly though, from when they announced it I was like it's not gonna be his son we're gonna find out it's probably Arsenio's son and stuff and there was like some sort of mix they up did, and yeah it was and cool they that did, they actually yeah. they stuck with it yeah I I expected the same I thought they were gonna do a cop out ending that's the first thing I yeah. thought it was like okay I was like it's gonna be a cop out ending or something like that and it's like no they just went with it I was like okay that's cool like yeah and then like uh, I was like when we first watched it too I was disappointed that it wasn't rated R. Because I, I, I was like, oh, it was, like it. I was like, oh, it's PG thirteen, and I was like, eh, you know, I was like a little disappointed. Yeah, I, I gotta say, like, yeah, I, I don't know what I expected, but it definitely, it didn't, it wasn't great, but it didn't disappoint mm. me either. Yeah, I just wanted more. I actually wanted more of the, his family, because I you just felt was... like you didn't know who they really were, except for the yeah. older daughter. Like there was the older daughter, there was the older daughter scenes that were good. But I was like, oh, I want to know the other ones, and then the the wife too. She, you know, she had so much in the first one. She didn't really do yeah, much in this she, one. Yeah, she she actually didn't get a whole lot. Yeah, which is a bummer. Wesley Snipes fucking just eats up those oh, scenes, yeah. though. He's yeah, dude. he's to this day still so fucking good. Like he just you put him in anything, dude. Like I I know like people. There's different stories about him of how he is and everything. Like, yeah. Put him in a fucking yeah. movie with something that he likes. He's motivated about, it. and it's like, dude, he fucking he puts in. <laughs> he was great in it, uh, but like, even the way he walks in, he dance like he's dancing in, like the yeah. very first time he's in. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But yeah, like you could tell, it's. I I think it helps the movie. It's kind of like a lot like the Ocean's movies. How I feel like we're, um, in the Ocean's movies, whether they're good or they're bad, like fundamentally good or bad, you can tell the cast is having fun, and if the cast is having fun, then generally the people have fun yeah. and i think that's that's kind of how i looked at this this movie looked like everyone was having fun yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean they enjoyed it they didn't think they were gonna make it again they got all these people together and they did it so I, it helps that it seemed like everyone had fun mm-hmm. yeah like oceans 12 you watch oceans 12 it's not a great movie but you tell everybody's having fun and it makes the movie so much more fun oh, oceans 12 is fucking terrible <laughs> and, and when you really think about it yeah like, their interactions with each other it made it like brought it up a little bit yeah but it's really a bad movie yeah <laughs> but uh that's it for me jesse what's up um i just continued playing more uh persona five strikers and all i gotta say is that game's fucking hard it gets hard like you're going through it and it, i'm still having a blast um exploring the world fighting enemies but like i'm fucking dying like over and over not like annoyingly but like it gets super difficult but i'm having a good time it's really fun i'd say i didn't get to spend as much time as i wanted to this week playing through it but i can report that i, I am continuing uh some strikers and having a, a blast with it i'm having a good time again as i as continuing on 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 the report of uh uh great game it's fun i'm having a, a blast with it really good but other than that, this week was just, I was busier with other things and not enough game time except for Persona 5 Strikers. So not much to report on my end. But yeah, we'll, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. This week, not a ton of news, 
Oscars came out, but two very important things we're going to talk about. But before I talk about one of the most important announcements of this week, we are also today celebrating the four-year anniversary of the release of the Nintendo Switch. It's been four years since that video game console from Nintendo, the handheld console hybrid, came together and released upon the world. Now, I asked these gentlemen, guys, it's been four years of the Nintendo Switch. I said, look for four games that you enjoyed on the Nintendo Switch, right? And the more I was thinking about it, I'm like, okay, I could think of four. And I was thinking, hey, maybe we're probably gonna all fall into the same, you know, amount of games. So how I, originally I was gonna do this, like, what's your four, Bethel? What's your four, Joe? What's my four? I think we're, let's just, I'm thinking about more doing this kind of like, Bethel, what's one of yours? And then like, Bethel might say a game where we all go, yeah, that was ours too. Instead of just kind of con like condensing it into the four, we let's just do it all together. As in like, if one person says the game, we can just kind of run off the other person. You get what I'm saying? Um, but what I ended up also doing was last year, we did a conversation about three years of the Nintendo Switch. And I re-listened to that episode today in preparation for this one. And there was some conversations we had. We talked about the launch, how, how everything went. We talked about how it was prior to like finding out, oh, when originally it was rumored to be the NX and everything. Uh, there was a few tidbits or things you guys said that I, th I found pretty interesting. We were excited for Animal Crossing, which at that time we didn't know the juggernaut that Animal Crossing was going to be. Joe, you had mentioned, man, you know what I want from the Switch? Just give me... Super Mario Sunshine HD remake, whatever. Just give me Super Mario Sunshine. You know what? Galaxy, whatever. Just give me any of those. And then that happened. They did. Yeah. <laughs> Joe called it. Joe Joe had brought it to the ether. But yeah, we just, you know, it was it was a cool conversation that we had. But with this one, with it being four years, I kind of just wanted to talk about just the games we enjoyed, you know? So Bethel. What was one of the games that you really enjoyed that came out for the Nintendo Switch? I'm pretty sure you guys, I mean, at least Jesse is going to probably agree with me. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude, that game, I, I put in so many hours in that game. I, I had so much fun with that game. I'm, like, I, I'm, I'm excited. I, like, I want to I wanna replay it because it was so much fun. Like, because how much, how open that world was. I, lo I love open world games. And just playing through that, it was, it was insane how much how much stuff like you could discover in that game. It just, just it it's it's like it's I don't know. It's just it's so much fun. Like I, I it's like you could do so much in that game. It's like I I didn't even hundred percent the game. I'm not even close to it. But there's still like some stuff that I probably didn't even discover that I that I I would love to go back and probably maybe discover if I if I if I get into it again, but yeah, man, Breath of the Wild was, was at the time when it came out, I was saying that it's probably one of my favorite games of all time. I, I think I probably would have put it in the top 10 back then, but now maybe in the top 20, but it's still a fucking fantastic game. Mm -hmm. 
That it's crazy to think that that game because it launched with the Switch and it also came out on the Wii U. That game's also four years old now too. Yeah. So that's something that it's pretty. It's pretty awesome, especially how it started and how what it is now. You know, with all the extra DLC and everything that came out with it. Yeah, Breath of the Wild was a. Uh, you know, we'll probably talk more about it another time, but. It was it was a unique game. It was something special, you know. I don't think you, you I don't think many console launches have that type of game, you know. Yeah, like all all of the boss fights in the game were were relatively easy. There's some like enemies in that game that were like 10, 20 times much more tough to to defeat compared uh-huh. to the the actual boss. Like the lichens trying to fight them. That's ridiculous. How how hard some of those are compared to the bosses. The bosses were easy compared to those. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was one of the better... One of the... Like, that's that game. This is the game that bridged the gap from, like, kind of like the old style, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really opened things up for everyone else. Um, and ah, it was a lot of fun, man. <laughs> it's one of only, like, two Zelda games I've ever finished. So, you know, Ghost of Ghost of and I, I know a lot of people who know of Zelda and and uh, but weren't big on it that played that game and finished it. Mm-hmm. So I think it really did, did a lot to um, broaden that, you know, it was already like it's funny. It's it's hard. It's it's almost funny to say like, oh, you know, we got to do something to make Zelda more accessible because it's, it is one of the most accessible games. But it got a lot of other people like for me, it got a lot of people that normally wouldn't play that that game like it got them playing it yeah that's true what about you joe what's another game that came out for the switch that you really enjoyed uh that's an easy one for me uh odyssey super mario odyssey um odyssey is probably hands down thus far my favorite um switch game it was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been meaning to go back to it to play it. I want to play more of it. Like I want to go back and play, just just maybe restart it again. Um, but to me, it was that little step forward on how you want to move Mario, like where you want to take it. It was just, it was fantastic. You know what I mean? Like there's not a whole lot of bad I have to say. There's nothing really bad that I can say about it. Odyssey had something where it 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 had been a long time since we had that type of Mario game, where it was a type of Mario game where, I mean, everyone was saying it was the sequel to Mario sixty four because when you had it, you had Sunshine, which was more, you had that open three D world, but you know, you know the the you, I mean, you had the flood with you, which kind of it changed the way that gameplay was compared to what you played before when it came to sixty four Super Mario sixty four. And even with Mario Galaxy, Galaxy was also a different plane of, of, of gameplay. You know, the whole world changed. Gravity was different. Where Odyssey brought it back to the standard platforming, but changed up convenient, conventional type of Mario gameplay from, you know, not having to worry about lives anymore. It was just the coins now. You didn't really have to worry about that type of stuff. You would just mostly lose money. But also, like... It's not suits anymore. You're manipulating objects with a hat. So that was pretty neat. Something different, yeah. you know? It changed it up, but felt familiar at the same time. Took a lot from... Mar- that's the cool thing about Nintendo, and when it comes to the Mario games, it takes things from the past 
you know, to improve the future. Yeah. You know, so it's a good one. But also really respecting and, and giving homage to the past. Yeah. <clears throat> like a lot of those little moments uh, in Odyssey where you got to do the 8-bit parts were mm-hmm. really fucking cool. Yeah. I love that you were like able to, because the, 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 the trailer for Odyssey, you could be the, they show them playing as, you could fucking play as the uh, T-Rex. Oh, yeah. Like as soon as you play, you, you get to be the T-Rex right away. I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I mean, we're, we're kind of hitting a, a, yeah, you know, we're all kind of agreeing with the same thing. I'm sure we all had the same stuff on the list. I'm not sure if you guys had this one on the list. Uh, but we're also hitting this theme of Nintendo type of games. But those are sometimes some of the best games on Switch. But for me, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, I think, kind of lives up to the name of Ultimate. It had every character. It's adding on more characters. And I did feel a difference coming from the Wii U version of Super Smash Brothers to getting the Switch version, which was Ultimate. It is a different game. It is a different feeling game compared to the previous one you know they could have just ported that's what everyone wanted give us a port of the wii u version on switch that's all we care about but they actually took the time to improve gameplay and change a good chunk of characters in it but also bring back a ton of newer characters and adding a ton of old characters that you know a lot of people say it too but i i don't think we'll ever get anything this big anymore there's no way that you're gonna get all these characters with all those licenses back in another smash brothers i think they should just continue it after this but i don't know but for me like, it uh it was fun i just had a blast with uh ultimate it was really good like a street fighter 4 street fighter 4 had a ton of characters and then i like i mean there's street fighter 5 i don't think they have that many but it's like it's crazy how many characters beforehand there's a there's a lot of characters in five but i think uh, people got more excited for four yeah, yeah. and i i, I felt a similar way with um uh, this was my like my runner-up was uh, Mario Kart. Mario yeah. Kart was a fucking fun game. Like I, I feel like me along with a lot of people that like, didn't really get to play Mario Kart uh, because we didn't have the the Wii U. I didn't have a Wii U. I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't have it. And this was pretty much it wasn't my wasn't my first experience, but it was definitely my first time actually really getting really into uh, was it Mario Kart Eight? Right? Is Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Yeah. It was my first time really getting into uh, Mario Kart 8 because I would just play it at your house. You had the Wii U. But uh, yeah, I feel like me and a lot, along with a lot of other people, like probably this was our like, first experience with it, which is fucking, it's such a fun game too. Yeah, I think that's crazy too. You bringing that up, it being your first experience. I think Mario Kart 8 is a lot of people's experiences. There's probably a ton of people who are like, I haven't played a Mario Kart since Super Nintendo or I haven't played yeah. since 64. Or I haven't played since the Wii, double you know, dash. like Double Dash. Like, there's a ton of you're getting a ton of generation of people who their last one was either the last console or the previous couple of consoles back to where all this is fresh and new with a ton of content. And that's what's really cool about that one. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Any uh, other Nintendo Switch games that you really enjoyed? Um, I don't think you finished. You know, yeah. There's a, there's a good chunk you haven't finished though, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because I was, like, looking. I'm like, you know, I looked because I, I gave you guys that, like, hey, think of four games that you guys really enjoyed, you know? And okay, I, I'll give you one. Oh, okay. I'll give you one that probably isn't going to go on the radar, that, that won't be on the radar, but I've talked about it several times, and it was just 
a fucking it was a joy to play yeah was uh yoshi's crafted world yeah awesome it was fucking yeah. it, it it's it, yoshi's crafted world was it's nothing there's nothing about it um i bought that off at your praise still haven't played it though but i bought it because you praised about <laughs> it there's nothing about it gameplay wise that is especially special like um it's got some good visuals i love the design uh but it was just fun it mm. was cool eh? just sometimes you want that <clears throat> that just uh something that just puts a smile on your face and for me that's what it did it was just a lot of fun yeah, there, there was not a lot of. It wasn't like a. It wasn't gonna stress you out when you played it, but it was just a little fun, little adventure with Yoshi and with characters you enjoy, and um, the art style and just like the visuals of it really also helped to just make it really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I smiled throughout that playing that game. Really, really fun game. It's <laughs> this this title for me. I know you guys haven't played it i've actually purchased this game for you guys to play because i like it so much but it's a title you can get anywhere whether it's pc ps4 xbox wherever this title is available almost everywhere but for me i played it on the switch and i had a great time with it on the switch i like because you know portability you can take it portably you can play it on your television Uh, i had a fantastic time playing undertale on the nintendo switch Undertale was such a unique game when it comes to its gameplay. It's turn-based, kind of like a shmup gameplay style with a, a great story, amazing twists, and a fantastic fucking soundtrack by Toby Fox, the creator. Um, I For me, it's, it's kind of like, even though it originally came out on PC first, I kind of have it attached to the Switch because that's where I played it. But that was a, a game that I, I had a fantastic time with. I just really loved it on that console. It's good. It could be, again, it could be played anywhere, but I had a good time with that one. I got started with that, and it was it was good. Yeah. It was definitely good. I, I don't know what happened why I stopped playing it, it or what happened with it. It's those type of games where I feel like it's hard to talk about. It Not that it's hard to talk about, but like you don't want to give too much away because there's so much unique stuff that you can stumble upon that I wouldn't want to take that experience away from a lot of people if you catch my drift. Yeah. You know, there's unique things to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very very much so. Yeah. Good game though. If you if you haven't played it Undertale, having a good time. I always get excited when I see someone I know playing it and I'm like, "Ooh, you're going to have a good time." I think I re- I recommend it to a few people and and they would always tell me like, "This game speaks to me." I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> speaks to me too. Again, I think it's a fucking fantastic console. For me, the Switch was, I think, a lot of stuff. Fantastic console for a ton of indie games. Yeah. With it being portable, with it being able to be taken anywhere, not just on your TV, I love playing portable indie games or even on my television on that. I think it's fantastic for... The Messenger was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Messenger was fantastic. It was really, really good. Finish that. I fucking love that. Um... Katana Zero was another really good one. Mm-hmm. I never finished, got to finish that one, but that one was a, a lot of fun. There was a, you know, there's a lot of indie games that you can yeah. find on the Switch that were really, really fucking good that yeah. are now available on their consoles now too, but kind of all got their start on the Switch. Yeah. Most of them did. A lot I mean, of them. I mean, they may have been a PS4 too, but. It's, it's crazy though, too, these past four years, whether it's indie or other titles, 
it, it's crazy to a lot of the times find people kind of go, but is this on Switch? We're not getting it as much anymore, but with the first, like, I want to say the first two to three years of Nintendo Switch, it would always be like, fuck yeah, that game's coming out. Is it on Switch? Yeah. You know? And you have that. It's, it's that, again, that slowed down, but I think that was, that showed the uniqueness and the, the uniqueness of the Switch because of how the portability of it. I mean, right now, a lot of us can't really, a good chunk of us can't go out. But yeah. at the time, it's like you can take it with you anywhere. Like ports. I mean, like the yeah, a lot of indie games were great. Like even I had I had a bit of um, my problems with uh, uh, Hotline Miami, but it was still a lot of fun playing yeah. playing that on on any time that I can play Hotline Miami on any console. I'm I'm all for it. I fucking love that game so much. Oh, I got one for you guys. What? Uh, Shovel Knight. Yeah, Shovel, Shovel Knight's Knight fucking great. Fucking fantastic. Oh. Yeah ton of stuff i i played through the main <laughs> the main uh version and then i started to, to go into the other one there's there's a lot like i got the the complete edition with all the different stuff like uh-huh. all the different versions like it's a lot to go through but no it's really really good yeah shoveling was another good one and i know that's available in other another again available on other consoles but uh <clears throat> it's feels for good me, the switch is where it was like yeah it was yeah. like one of the it was for me the where I wanted to play it at. Yeah. still about the Nintendo Switch, but we got some news that came out. Still rumored, want to say, a lot of this stuff, as always, is rumored, but we are going to be talking about it because a lot of this dropped these past couple of days. Nintendo is allegedly set to reveal a new model of the Nintendo Switch with a bigger Samsung OLED display later this year that will be able to output 4K ultra high definition graphics when it's docked in docked mode. As reported by Bloomberg, Nintendo has planned to unveil this new model in hopes that the larger touchscreen can prop up demand in time for holiday. Samsung Display Corporation will start mass production of a 7-inch 720p resolution OLED panels as early as June 2021 with an initial monthly target of under a million units. These displays would then be sent to be uh, to assemblers in July. For reference, the current Nintendo Switch model is 6.2-inch 720p resolution screen. This new screen would look as if you extended the current Switch screen that replaced most of the black bezel around it. The LED panel will consume less battery, offer higher contrast, and possible faster response time when compared to the Switch's current liquid crystal display, said Yoshio Tamura, a co-founder display consultant on DSCC. The report claims that Nintendo has decided to go with the rigged OLED panels for the new model, a cheaper but less flexible alternative to the type commonly used for high-end smartphones. The deal will benefit Samsung's display as the market prices for the rigged OLED panels were falling due to excess supply. This will also hopefully benefit Nintendo as their partnership will help them in time where semiconductor shortages are causing delays for PS5, Xbox Series X consoles, and graphics cards. This rumored Switch Pro, as some have called it, has been in high demand from fans for some time. Nintendo has been tight-lipped about my any new models, 
And Nintendo president Shintaro Fukurawa recently said they will not be announcing a new model anytime soon. Many also believe that Nintendo has no reason to rush out a Nintendo Switch Pro as consoles are still selling incredibly well. Its lifetime sales recently passed 79.87 million, which passes the Nintendo 3DS. It's been the best-selling console for nearly two years. So we're getting more concrete evidence, more information about an actual Nintendo Switch uh, Pro. I mean, again, we've, we've talked about this. We've talked about these rumors. But it seems like more of the information, a lot of this stuff is getting clear that this is seeming to be a more real thing that this switch improvement this switch increase is something that is possible again i'm always very cautious to kind of say these type of things it's a rumor it's still a very you know it's still a rumor but a lot of this is probably the closest thing we've had in a long time to something more concrete but uh in your guys's opinion what do you guys think hearing this news about it uh what comes to mind? So surprised, kind of. I really didn't think they were going to do this. Mm -hmm. That's the case. Um, it's it's a cool, you know. I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's it's on, in line with what most everyone else does. Yeah. Um, I will say that doing something to help the battery life of you know for those that want to use it as a portable console, that's great. Mm -hmm. And the OLED will help a lot. I think that's really really cool. Um, as far as it being able to put out 4K visuals um, on the, you know, P on on the TV, um, not a huge. I, I like I said, like with what games they have, I don't feel like it's a huge deal. Um, but mm -hmm. cool, like I mean, for those that want that, that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, they did mention. I thought I I thought I saw an article too that I don't know if you just said that right now, but like they mentioned, like there are at least a few ex at least. Someone said there was at least one, and I, I this might have been a rumor. Uh, yeah, I heard that rumor too. I hadn't talked about yeah, it. Yeah, exclusive, uh, but nobody knows if that's true or not. Mm -hmm. There's no confirmation, but there was a rumor that there's at least one game that's going to be sort of exclusive to that. Um, which I think, knowing Nintendo, I feel like that probably isn't the case. I'm, I'm sure there's there's more to it than, than that because it doesn't sound like something that they would do. Yeah, uh, but you know, maybe maybe added visuals or something like that. I could see that. Um, mm -hmm. But um, I mean, yeah, I, I, it's, it, I guess at this point it's not too surprising. Um, if we're talking about just me, I don't really, I don't see the need for it mm -hmm. for me. Like my, my, and I, I'm cool with mine. Mine stays docked. I'm happy with the performance I get out of mine. So as of right now, until we hear more stuff, for me, it's just like, oh, cool. You know? I mean, it's cool. I mean, I'm pretty sure Nintendo was like, hey, everybody has a Nintendo Switch. How do we get people to buy more Switches? I'm like, this is good. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like same as Joe's pretty surprised when they, when they came out with this because I, I also didn't, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel that it was as necessary to come out with this, but for the people that wanted that upgrade, it's fucking great. But, I don't know. We'll see when it comes out if, uh, if I get it or not, but it's cool to, to have that option. Going back to what you said, Joe, about like, is this something I need? Is this something that, that matters to you? And it all, it's all depending on how a person, someone feels or what you want. Earlier I, I was playing Nintendo's having their Mario month and mm -hmm. animal crossing is having their 
Mario themed stuff. So I went into Animal Crossing for the first time in a while just to purchase the Nintendo, you know, costumes, the Mario stuff, right? And I'm looking at Animal Crossing and I'm like, this doesn't matter for 4K. Like this game yeah. do- isn't doesn't matter, right? But something like Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, I think that would look nice. My thing is when it comes to it, this Switch Pro, when people hear Pro, I think they're thinking, man, this is going to have 14 teraflops of GQ gigabytes. It's like, no, I think all this really needs besides the bigger screen, you know, like, let's say more memory, more RAM, just something to kind of like speed up, clean up a bit more of like more. Like, I think the improvement it's going to have besides the 4K visuals is just going to be more memory base and kind of RAM. So where it's going to clean out the edges Things are going to look better, and games like Age of Calamity are just going to run smoother than slower. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. And on the rumor that you were saying that they're probably going to have like exclusive, Nintendo, let's say, Nintendo Switch Pro games, I, I kind of think I'm falling in line with what you're, you guys are talking about. I don't think Nintendo's going to do that, because I think Nintendo's done that with other consoles they've had. Where, you know, the DSi, they made, like, two or three DSi exclusive games. They made like a handful of exclusive 3D, new 3DS exclusive games. And I think they saw those didn't sell well. So I don't think they're going to continue that with this new model. But um, where you're talking about, Joe, like I don't think that's something I need for the Switch. I don't think I need that. I think as time has gone on, as time is going to continue for PS5 and the Xbox Series X, you've talked about for you, PS5, Xbox Series X, that jump isn't there anymore, right? You say and the jump in, in graphics and stuff like that isn't impressive anymore. There's not that huge jump like Super Nintendo going to PlayStation 1. Visually speaking, Visually I would speaking. say yes. What I think this is, what I think Nintendo's doing is, I think they do know that. I think when it comes down to it, it's not about visuals more than like how gameplay is. And when it comes down to it, Nintendo's about the gameplay. But what I'm talking about now, what people are going to be noticing with these new consoles is frame rate, is load time, is sure. how things look at 60 frames per second. Again, if you're constantly getting used to your 60 frames per second, you know, Xbox Series X games, PlayStation 5 games, and you jump into your Switch, now your 30 frames or something that chugs under 30 frames, you'll notice that even more compared to those consoles i'm not saying you're gonna be like why doesn't my switch look as good as ps5 graphically no but i think you're gonna know people are gonna notice resolution they're gonna notice frame rate more now with the newer consoles not graphics frame rate and resolution i think that might be the big thing nintendo's in a, in a whole ballpark of their own they don't mm-hmm. they don't need to compete with these other consoles but i think they are future-proofing a pro. Again, it's not going to be a crazy leap, but performance-wise, over visuals. Because people will know notice performance as time goes on with these other newer consoles. That's what I'm going on, is more the performance over visuals. I think you will notice that more. I mean, do you guys remember like how it was watching VHS tapes for a long time? And when we got our PS2s and we watched DVDs, our first thought was... The DVDs are like, looks the same thing as VHSs, but after months of watching DVDs and you popped in a VHS, you saw a huge difference. Yes. You couldn't see yeah. it right away. 
So I think that might, be, I'm guessing that what is what might be the thing as time goes on with these new next-gen PS5 and Xbox Series consoles is that you will go to your Switch. Again, they're in their own league, but you will notice resolution and you will notice the frame rate. The games mm -hmm. will still look great. The games will still play great, but you'll notice that. How much it'll affect? I don't know. I really don't know. The casual consumer probably won't even care, but I'm, I'm saying I think that's what Nintendo's mindset is on. It's not about... They've never been about, like, we got to make this PS5 graphics version of a portable. Like, that's not possible right now. You know, price-wise, that's not a reality. But I think this is what the pro needs. Here, Here's the thing. Here, here, here's the my my thing about that though. Nintendo makes most of their games, mm -hmm. most of their games, set to run like Mario specifically, Splatoon. A lot of these yeah. games are set to already run at sixty frames per second, um, and do that handily. And that's part of the reason why uh, they choose to tend to underpower. Their consoles because their their main concern isn't visual, it's gameplay. Um, so now there's a couple of instances where they've gone 30 frames. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that uh, you know. I believe Breath of the Wild is is an example. I believe that was a 30 frames per second um, uh, game. But uh, when you're already making games, you you already you're already producing games. The point of them is to be at that level, that 60 frames per second level. Um, it kind of just makes like it. I'm not saying it devalues what you're saying, but it just is like, well, we already run most of our games at that frame rate anyway. So performance wise, you're not going to be getting that huge of a difference. Now, you may see that performance up boost in third party games. But again, you know. Let's face it, most people buy Nintendo for the first party games. So it's just one of those weird things where I, I could see like like going forward, yes, sure. Maybe they make maybe they, they start really investing into the four K visuals on their next upcoming games and are like, yo, you know, like, hey, you know, you're gonna get four K Mario or whatever character or the next Breath of the Wild is gonna be in four K sixty frames per second. I could see people be like, Oh, I want that. You know what I mean? And that's that's going to be the selling point. And from now on, this is what we're doing. But it just if that's not the plan and it's more for just like, you know, uh, upping the 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 like a better performance for games that already, for the most part, had good performance. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't see it being that's the reason you get what I'm saying. What is something that Switch has had that other past Nintendo consoles haven't had? That they have that other ones don't. What does the Switch have that that other Nintendo consoles haven't had? Uh, that that hybrid ability, like the basically the, the well, besides the hybrid ability, sorry. Uh, Third party support. True. What and is you're something? Right, yeah. that, what is something that Nintendo does that fucking third party does not fucking do, and we get so pissed off about it? Condensing their games. Nintendo True. could fit Breath of the Wild in under what seven gigs, six gigs, True. or whatever. And how how big is fucking Bioshock, which mm -hmm. came out years ago, twenty some whatever gigs? They can't compress shit, uh -huh. right? There's something about third party 
that needs supposedly that extra RAM. Every game is different. Every engine is different. Engines will take consume a certain amount of you know, RAM, a certain amount of memory, what have you. I don't know the logistics of all that stuff. But for whatever reason, third party is always doing things completely different than Nintendo. Nintendo's not sharing whatever they do. They're not going to share their engine. They're not going to share their thing. And everyone has a different engine, has a different that. I think this is more focused on getting those third parties. Nintendo doesn't need it. I 100% agree. Nintendo doesn't need it. But if you can have a game that runs a bit better, I'm not talking about miraculously better. I don't even think any of this is important for Nintendo's side of stuff. Maybe certain games. Kobe Tecmo, Nintendo, Age of Calamity, that stuff like that. But I think it'll entice those third parties to at least put their titles on Switch. I don't think every they third- can't they I don't I personally think even though we're not that audience that's gonna buy third party on the Switch console, I don't think Nintendo can allow those people to not at least put a game on Switch. I don't know because they we're talking about the same company that allows EA to put FIFA on their console and it's literally you think they really care though they don't care but that's what i'm saying so why would they care but people still buy fifa what are people playing fifa fifa actually fifa 15 with updated rosters is that what they're playing basically and i think the amount of people that are buying fifa at this point for the switch i would guess is pretty fucking low Uh, that's my opinion i could be wrong i'm just saying that's my opinion i could be wrong I don't know if we can figure that out, but I just, that's what I think. I just, I don't know. Like, Nintendo's never cared in all of their history. Like, the, the, Wii, the Wii was the best selling console they fucking ever had. And we saw the third party support for that was garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, for the most part, it was fucking garbage. So I don't know why they, I, I just don't see them being like that proactive to get this console to like entice the third party. I, I don't see it. Now, again, I could be wrong. I just don't see that. I, I don't. I I think we'll figure. I mean, obviously we'll. So know you think Nintendo is. can, uh, if if developers are like, hey, we we would like a bit more RAM. It would help us out, like making these games or porting games over to your console it makes it a bit easier. We 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 need a bit more ma- RAM memory. Something that doesn't isn't crazy, but we need a bit more. Something that's cost efficient. Nintendo can not do that. They can afford not to do that. I mean, I'm not saying that if it benefits them it, too in I just certain don't games, see, you know? I just don't see the. I don't see. It's almost a, a situation of why start now? Well, what's what's the difference between now? And I know you're you're gonna say like, well, this is one of the best positions they've been in, but like they've been in this position before. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying with the Wii. Albeit that was a different console, and they sort of did that with the Wii U, albeit in a fucking terrible way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. It's just like the Wii. You you forget the Wii. You had starting off good third party support. Like that's what I'm saying. They actually did do this before, although it just was a ter- Like the marketing plan, and everything was terrible. They had the support at that time, and then everyone left again. Well, not everyone, but I'm just saying. Like it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're not going to make it for this thing. But like, I just, you know, I I, I guess it, I just really it's just too early to really tell. Is what I'm saying. Like, we're already know. four years into the console. It's we true. don't know. We don't know the development side of certain things. I'm just saying, it's not crazy. It's not going to be a ton of stuff. This isn't going to make it look insane. But no. if 
if even what if they're doing Breath of the Wild and it's like, man, it would be great to have a bit more RAM. Oh no, a bit more That's RAM. That's what I said. That's what know? I said from the start. Like I could see them being like, we want to give you Breath of the Wild at. 4k and 60 frames per second like yeah i could be like yeah that's a selling point it totally is i could i could totally see that Mm -hmm. and it's doable like the way they do games i know that that's doable it's one of the few things like that they do very well that you know like other consoles i don't trust when another console is like yeah we're gonna give you this game with these specs you're like yeah we'll see how that works out but like nintendo Mm -hmm. generally hits you know they hit their target right now nintendo's dominating when it comes to sales of their console everywhere which that alone like listen regardless of what anything else when it comes to power or processing power or helping anyone else that alone is reason enough for them to do what they're doing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean why wouldn't you want to add more hardware out into the you know purchased by the consumers i again i I, i'm not even like disagreeing because i was playing fucking animal crossing i'm like this don't need 4k Mm -hmm. it's fine the menu needs 4K because I went up to my screen and it looked like shit. But anyway. <laughs> like, if, the, if this is an initiative for the future games to be all like, then then I get it. You know, and I'm like, okay, this is what they want to do. Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think it hurts really when yeah, it no, comes no, down to it. It doesn't hurt. Like, it doesn't hurt if it performs better. I mean, we don't even know how much it, I mean, it helped for Xbox, but I mean. That's- well, yeah. I mean, even like with the the you could you could say that about the PS4 and the well, not Xbox One because it needed it, but even PS4. Like, did you really need the Pro? But when you had them side by side, like the Pro version of a yeah, game compared to course. another game, there was a huge difference. Again, even us talking earlier about our favorite games on Switch, they were all exclusives. What does mm-hmm. Nintendo do with their exclusives? They take advantage of their hardware. Hundred yeah. percent of the time, we're gonna be buying Nintendo exclusives. That's why being a Nintendo fan sucks because. When the good games are on sale, you already bought them because <laughs> yeah. you know it's like, oh shit, hey, super, new Super Mario Brothers Deluxe is ten bucks cheaper. I fucking bought it when it was full price. Yeah, like these sales don't matter to me whatsoever. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just more us talking about graphics, the next gen in general with the new consoles. I think people are gonna be noticing frame rate. I could, I could give a fuck less about thirty to sixty frames on a game. You know, it's nice. 60 frames on a fighting game is nice, you know? But do I need 60 on Spider-Man? If I can make the graphics look better at 30, I'll go graphics over frame rate. You know, it, mm-hmm. it all varies, yeah, you know? the same thing. Even uh, Persona 5 Strikers, it says, hey, we can, we can, you can take advantage of the 60 frames, but you're not going to have as much, like, graphical detail. I'm like, I want that graphical detail. I'm playing on PS5, yo. You know, so I chose that one. I didn't need well, 60 frames Well, and then we, we, all come, we all come from... Uh, y- you know, we're not PC players. We're PC players. So mm-hmm. a lot of PC players were able to just like, for many of the PC players, sixty frames is what is the norm for them. Yeah. But we come from consoles. Console console players, we're our norm is thirty frames. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when we get sixty frames, cool. But like for most games, thirty frames has always been like, you know, I, I mean, I know like the older stuff, but like once we hit a certain point with like playstation and like you know the once we started getting these these uh newer generations it was always 30 frames that's yeah. always been the thing and, and like, shit, yeah, if we like, were lucky it was 30 frames sometimes yeah, we exactly. chug like a motherfucker shit and, if you think about like you have the memories of shadow of the colossus like oh man that game ran perfect but when you play the ps3 version or even when they they ported it to ps4 oh yeah and then you go back to the ps2 you're like damn did it always run at 12 frames yeah, it wasn't 12, but you're just <laughs> yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. Friend, like, yeah, it was a wholly different experience. And that's the thing, like, 
yeah, you just, you know, I, it I, just depends. That's what I was saying. I think that's the jump now. Uh, not the jump, but I think that's what it is. It's, I think. I could be fucking wrong. I think that's what it is, where before it was like, this game's got to look good. I think now that, like, and I agree with you, Joe, that, like, it's not about the graphics anymore because it still looks good. I think it might be that now. Frame rate. Resolution. I think that's what's gonna be the next thing, personally. But again, for like, for like, that's the thing though. Like I said, like for Nintendo though, for their, that's what makes this console a little, uh, for me, just a little. They're in their own league. Like, They're in their own league. That's it's what all I'm different. Saying. So it's like, why if they already make games that are specifically gameplay first and have never been, you know, uh, the visual, what came second then why and again maybe they've just decided no we want to do both Mm -hmm. we want gameplays and visuals and that's perfectly okay that's fine i think they might fall into the thing too where you you brought up the wii and you said that the wii was it had a ton of shovelware right but like people stopped buying games yeah like people just stopped where we're switch right now people keep buying games people are constantly buying yes we're in a pandemic you know, and people are playing more games than usual, but people keep buying. Where Wii was just like people kept buying, but how much was it just people in retirement homes so they could play Wii Fit or Wii Bowling or, you know, Wii Sports? Um, but a lot of people say, and I think there was moments where some Nintendo executives said, like, yeah, we probably should have done a HDMI version of the Wii. Just so it looked a bit better on TVs instead of having the component. Oh, yeah. You know? They, they probably should have because it. there was that shift. Like we were, we were in that precipice of the shift from, you know, going to component composite to HDMI. That visual, everyone's getting HD TVs, 1080p televisions. We're all watching Blu-rays. We're all using HDMI cables to get the best sound and picture quality. You know, that shift happened. I, maybe Nintendo Two just doesn't want to fall behind in that fear of it. Maybe I don't know. I'm cool with the fucking Switch Pro. I'm getting one. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm getting one. I get why people wouldn't want to get it. But to move on from this part, do you guys see Nintendo keeping three versions of this? The light, uh, like making the Switch we have now, the standard Switch, and this version being, hey, this is the Pro version. It, you can shoot. Everything's gonna work. Don't don't matter. We'll just have a bigger screen on this one and, and run a bit a bit better. Here you go. Do you, you see three, or do you see this overtaking the the one we currently have? The light ain't going anywhere. Light's sticking oh, around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's a fucking money maker for them. So yeah. I don't know. That for sure is stay, staying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was, I was thinking the yeah, ads too early to like kind of give up on the light because it just came out what like two years ago, maybe a year ago, like two, two years, years ago, ago right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and to give up on that, that quick, and I, I mean, it's not like they're not Sony when they give up on fucking handhelds. You know? You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're speaking the truth. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, so I see them using, implementing all of them equally, I guess. Hmm. All right, to wrap this up, to wrap this conversation on the rumored Switch Pro, so let's have a let's have a little bet, guys. Let's have a let's have a little. Seems pretty close that it's going to happen. So let's say it is going to happen. It's a legit thing. Do you think they're calling... What do you think they're going to call it? Do you think they're just going to call it the rumored Switch Pro? Do you think they're going to go with new Switch? 
Or do you think they might use a different name to kind of emphasize its upgradability or its upgradeness? And the opposite of light, they go heavy. <laughs> so you think it's the, the switch heavy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Joe. I don't see them using pro, but I don't also don't see, I don't really see them saying like, Oh, 4k. Watch. So I don't know. It'll be some kind of an in-house term that switch plus something. You want to go with that? Switch Plus? Yeah. All right. Switch HD Rumble. <laughs> Switch HD. Uh, But yeah. So four years of Switch and the rumored Switch Pro. Bethel thinks it's going to be called Switch Plus. I'm going to say it's going to be called Switch HD Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose this one. Uh, Joe, what do you think? You said you don't think they're going to go with the Pro name. No, I don't think it'll be. It'll be some kind of an in-house... I don't know what exactly, but I, I, I'll just tell you what I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be pro or it won't be 4K. Or it won't be new? They won't use the new moniker? It could possibly be new, I guess. Yeah. I hope not because that kind of they haven't done that for anything else. I know people were saying that they were, they were going to be like, oh, they're going to call it Super Switch. And I'm like, oh, I kind of don't want that. I don't yeah. think Nintendo's one to reuse a name. You know? I don't think so. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not like them either. Yeah. Switch VR and it's all VR. Oh, God. Fuck yeah. Mm. But yeah. Well, that's gonna be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at third party control podcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at third party control podcast. It's third party control podcast with a three R D. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P. S. Libra with The Doctor of Style. Bet those bars. And the most of the South Stormers. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. It's Jess. Hey, Jess. Hello. What's up, girl? <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? I don't even see Jess anymore. I want to see your face. Let me see Jess. Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing? How you? How is- Get the fuck out of there, Joe. Let me see her. Face. Face. She doesn't want to be seen. Face. She doesn't want to be seen. With her crusty hair, she said. Cr- crunchy hair? Crusty. Crusted crested for your pleasure I like her crusty hair yeah i mean we've seen her hair crusty a lot of the times and we're okay with it <laughs> jesse we might be having a throwback episode i've had three or four beers and bethel has had like i don't know how many too so you, yeah, be, you guys are you buzzing shit yeah you buzzing. Prepare for a lot of racism. Oh, yeah. that's, that brings it back to old classic uh, third-party control podcast. <laughs>